Uh-oh. Guess what day it is? Guess what day it is? Huh? Anybody? Julie, hey, guess what day it is? Oh, come on, I know you can hear me. Mike, 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 Mike. What day is it, Mike? <laughs> Leslie, guess what today is? It's hump day. Thanks for tuning in to Midweek Jam with Rhonda and Jules. We are helping dental assistants get over the hump of the week Wednesday. Jules and I have been dental assisting for a long time. We may not be experts, but we sure are old. (laughs) What we're doing is we're going online. We're finding that some dental assistants are running into humps with their team, with their dentist, with the career field. We are dissecting them, pulling out those pearls, and helping you get over the hump of the week Wednesday. Okay guys, it's time for you to figure out this ordering thing. Either your dentist has not delegated that to you or you already have the task and it's overwhelming. Check out Zen Supplies. They are the next generation of ordering dental supplies in an online platform. It literally is almost like having an Amazon account for your dental office. They are helping DAs save their dentist money and get their time back. All the time that you spend looking up products, trying to figure out how much stuff you have, how your budget is going to be allocated, literally it's all in one place. So if your dentist is getting ready to delegate to you and say, you know what, I want you to take this ball and help us with our ordering so that we can get our costs down, make sure that we have the proper supplies and we're not over ordering or under ordering, but just being held accountable and, and giving you the, this master tool that's truly going to help get you rockstar status. So go check them out, www.zensupplies.com. Well, hello, Miss Jules. Happy hump day. Happy hump day, Miss Rhonda. How are you? I am fabulous. So today is kind of a big day. I know, so you guys were recording on Tuesday night, but you're hearing this on Wednesday. And this is the day that I turned 40. Like what? Actually, yeah, totally. That black birthday. When do you turn 40? Like today, as people are listening, which is technically your tomorrow. <gasps> I did not know tomorrow <laughs> was your birthday. Me neither. That's how old I am. <laughs> Seriously, no, you turn 40 tomorrow? Yeah. Oh. Get out. Yeah, so today's my birthday. Feel free to sing a song. Mm. Your turn. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Rhonda. Happy birthday to you. Probably sound terrible. I cannot carry a tune. Why <laughs> sing in the shower only? Oh, well, you know they have oh. auto tune now, so we could we could work with that. Yeah. Yeah. We could. We could totally auto tune it. Uh, no, yeah. So that's that's today. Which is tomorrow. That's today. That's crazy. <laughs> uh, yeah. So. You don't put that stuff on Facebook. It did not alert me. Facebook did not alert me that my friend Rhonda's birthday is tomorrow. Oh, is it supposed to tell you in advance? I thought it only told you the day of. Or maybe it does. No. <gasps> there I thought it said upcoming birthdays. Oh. Mm. Where do you find that at? Yeah. I don't know. Everybody's probably picking up their phone right now looking. 
<laughs> yeah, where is it? Is it under where events? It? No. Maybe. Um, that would be interesting. Maybe, to maybe. Yeah, me too. I do know how you, in the morning they'll say, oh, so-and-so's birthday. Today is so-and-so's, but maybe it just doesn't do it all the time. Huh. I didn't hmm. So what are you going to do for your 40s besides work? Uh, so work, and then we have a doubleheader basketball game. Ooh, that's and then always it's fun. Early out for my kids' school, so I have to leave work early. And then, and then, so apparently my son is in kindergarten and his birthday is in July. So they are celebrating his unbirthday on my birthday. <laughs> oh. So I had to go to the school and drop off cupcakes in the middle of the day, right before, right, right after work and right before basketball. Before his unbirthday. For his unbirthday. For his for his unbirthday. Hmm. Yeah. Hope that seems fair. Not. <laughs> <laughs> it'll it'll be just like any other day, running around like a chicken with my head cut off. Hmm. I hear ya. Busy time. Busy time, man. I'm telling ya. It's you know what? I got a high five from my um, administrative team yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. I got two new patients scheduled. Awesome. Uh, no. And how did you get them scheduled? Bottom line. Uh, so my next door neighbor, I've talked up the, the office because, you know, it's amazing and it should be talked up. And then uh, we did some ground marketing at Lowe's and I got one of their employees to come and schedule. Oh, very nice. Yeah. Me and my new dog. That's always good. We took Valentine's Day gift bags to, oh, where did we go? We went to Target, Costco. Lowe's and Home Depot last week and uh, just Ooh. dropped off a bunch of brochures and talked about the practice and did a little meet and greet and voila, mm -hmm. we got new patients. See? Just I'm telling you. a little bit of getting out in your community. A little bit of, I mean, just, just tucking down whatever shyness you have for the greater good of the right. practice. Be familiar. Get out there. Go meet the people that, you know, are in your town. Like, you know, right. it's, it's a, like, this is the way the world works now. We don't have like this close knit neighborhoods like we used to where, oh, Dr. Bob Smith, that's my doc. You need to go. I'll call him. I'll get you in tomorrow. <laughs> you know, right. we don't do that anymore. So you literally have to put boots on the ground to go find, to let the people know you're there. Even if, yeah. even if you only get one phone call or one scheduled patient, let them know you're there. I'm way more likely right. if I meet somebody outside of the dental practice, or I guess it could be any business, right? If I meet right. you outside, okay, say you're, uh, let's see, what's a good analogy? You do hair, right? I did not too. I'm moving furniture. <laughs> Shh. <laughs> I'm painting while talking. <laughs> okay, but like say say you're out at a movie theater, right? And this lady's standing mm -hmm. in front of you and she has amazing hair. And she starts telling you that she's a hairstylist. I'm like 20 million times more likely to ask her for her card and go to her place because not only did, she, you know, she was walking around show, showcasing her product, right? Like me with my smile. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, 
I got to meet her. So like, there's this connection. Like it wouldn't be like walking in randomly, like a cold call to a stranger and saying, Hey, take care of my hair. Right. You actually met her. You kind of saw, I mean, you want to see her hair and you know, if her hair looks good, you know, then she's a good hairdresser. If her hairdresser's hair looks terrible, mm-mm-mm. girl, move on. I know. Right. <laughs> I know. But well, would you go to a dentist with bad teeth? Right. I wouldn't. I wouldn't go to a nutritionist no. who was overweight. I wouldn't go to a plastic surgeon who, you know, didn't have anything done. Like I don't, they don't have to have everything done. Just like you wouldn't go to a tattoo right. artist who has no tattoos. Right. I mean, there's just or certain they, things. Or they have, they have crappy tattoos. Yeah. If they were willing or allowed somebody to put that on their skin, what could they be willing to put on but, their skin? Well, in all fairness, too, it could have been they just started out. So, you know, it is as long what it as is. Be like, let me see your canvas. Ditch all the clothes. Let right. me see the progression of your talent. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Where does it Before I let good? you ink me. Where, before I let you ink me, you know? Ugh. Yeah. And this is, this is another sore point for me. Like if you're a dedicated dental assistant, you should receive dental care at your office and you should be the model that does like, I got lucky, right? I mean, I, I've had really great preventive care. I haven't had to have anything done in my front teeth. Like after ortho, they look amazing, right? So my box is too mm -hmm. small, but they look great. And that is a huge selling point. Like anytime somebody says, I want teeth like yours. I'm like, here's my card. I know exactly where you should go. Even though I didn't get restorative work there, I still am representing practice. And I think every day, right. you know, even if you just, if you're on job trained or you come out of school and you need a lot of dental work, like that dentist should understand that we are the investment. Like we are the walking billboard. And we have got to look on point because we're out there representing your practice. I can't even imagine mm -hmm. like meeting somebody who has a jacked up grill, whether it's, you know, rampant cervical decay or missing the front, anything like that. And being like, oh yeah, I work at Dr. Jones. And you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. But like a dentist should really, you know, I, 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 what would be like a good time frame? Like, let's say you get hired. And you're working for a dentist. I'd say after a year. So for a year, yeah. a dental assistant's walking around with a jacked up grill, telling people they work at your practice, but you have decay on yeah. eight and nine. The thing is, though, is if if you do it and then they leave, you know? Yeah, who's like, to say they didn't just get the job? If they're OJT, they didn't just ask for the job so you could fix their and then bolt. Well, yeah, that's, I mean, you have to have some... <clears throat> You have to have some, like, leg to stand in, some skin in the game. So, I mean, you just can't say, hey, let me, you get day one, let me fix your teeth. And then, you know, all of a sudden they work for you three, for three months and you've, you spent all that time. And, but, you know, in certain, I think, aspects, not everybody can afford dentistry, even starting out, you know, I never, gosh, I got it. I remember getting a root canal and I was pregnant for my first child and I had to go to, which is now Aspen Dental and get a root canal done. I didn't have any money to afford it. It was terrible. It was the worst experience ever, Ugh. you know, but I got it done and, and, you know, it's lasted all these years. Just reabsorbing. I'll probably need an implant, 
but um, I didn't want to walk around with a hole in my head either. So I did find somebody to do a crown on it and stuff like that. But dentistry is expensive and sometimes we just can't afford it. And, you know, you want to work in the field. And I think we just all need a little help and making sure that we represent the best, you know, and look the best. But I wonder too, will you think, all right, let's say I, I had fallen on hard time. I, mm-hmm. I, I did some bad things with Mountain Dew and other substances and I did have a mm-hmm. lot of cervical decay and I was maybe missing a couple teeth. Do you think a doctor would not hire me predicated on what my mouth looked like? Mm, maybe. It's hard to say. I don't think they should. I think they should go based on your skill set and the type of person you are. But, and if they don't, it's kind of shows that they're vain and anyways, right? Right. Yeah. So So. if if you're a dental assistant out there and say you're new to the field and you're not happy with your smile or there's some stuff that's residual from a past life that you're no longer living. So take our advice. Wait about a year before you ask, <laughs> just to make sure mm-hmm. that everybody's invested fully. Yeah, well, or, you know, if you leave before a year, you have to pay back the cost of your treatment. Oh, so there could be a deal. I like that. Because mm-hmm. that's a win-win for everybody. So it's a payment plan on right. my end, kind of, you know, just, ta- you know to work something mm-hmm. out where I want to represent your practice to the best of my ability. That means I need to be a walking billboard for you and I'm not happy with my right. smile and I know other people are going to see my smile, see how self-conscious right. I am about it. And then I, right. I'm not going to want to advertise for your office. I'm not going to want to tell them I work at a dentist because then they're going to, you know, right. a whole like another bag of crap, you know, like I think, I think that would be a good idea. So if you're new to the field, just talk to your doctor, <laughs> you know, well, just- I mean, you, you think about it. A lot of the, like our nursing schools around here, they do it. So if they'll pay for your schooling, as long as you work for them for three to five years afterwards. And if you leave before that, you have to pay back their schooling. So why couldn't a dentist say, Hey, let's get you the best smile possible. You have to work for me for two years. And if you leave before two years, then you owe me X, Y, and Z for what I did. I mean, and you couldn't charge or charge them any more than you charge a normal patient, you know, and we're not idiots. So we would know if we had a root canal and a crown and a buildup and, right. you know, so we know about dentistry. So I'd be like, okay, let me keep my bill and let me sign this piece of paper and let's get my teeth fixed. And then I'll work for you for three years. So yeah. it's a win-win situation. Yeah. I mean, and, and that, that covers both basis because you know one of my concerns was me going out and ground marketing and bringing new patients in the practice if I wasn't confident and happy with my smile that would probably not be possible Mm -hmm. and then I see from the dentist aspect is that's an investment on somebody who you know hasn't really shown me that they're going to be the longevity of this in my practice so right and I think it could be anything from you know straightening your teeth to whitening your smile to maybe a little Botox. I mean, I don't know, whatever, whatever you do to look good, you know, I would, Yeah. you know, if you had offered all that, <clears throat> sure. Yeah. You know, 
but I think I think it's true. You have to represent your office in the best light possible. Yep. And you can't just like when you're out in public, mm -hmm. right? And just like when you're out in public and you have scrubs on, you should probably be wearing your name badge and where you work or like a logo or something if you have your scrubs on. And so you have to wear it all the time. But yep. And then you'll get, are right? you a hygienist? Are you a dentist? Are you a vet tech? <laughs> no, I'm a dental. <laughs> oh, what's that? <laughs> Oh, I don't know. It's oh. only 320,000 of us. I'm sure you've never run I say, it. I'm a dental assistant and I work at, I always used to say, I'm a dental assistant and I work at Dr. Bradford's office. He's located in North Med on Taft Road. Do you need a dentist? There, there you go. Say. That's like my new review mm -hmm. thing. So as I release the patient, um, I'm like, mm -hmm. by the way, because, you know, I made that smart card where the patient opens up their camera on their smartphone and it automatically takes them to my Google review site. I'm like, mm -hmm. would you love to leave a review? I would love to have more patients like you. I had an amazing time. I hope you did. My name is Rhonda and I like five stars. <laughs> That's funny. my three to five minute checkout. That's my last thing I say is my name is Rhonda and I left five stars. <laughs> <laughs> it is so cheesy. Oh my God, People you're have funny. been leaving reviews. <laughs> it's the best. <laughs> That's too funny. It does <laughs> work though, right? I mean, it's just being honest and blunt and, you know, I want them to put my name in the review because then my doctor knows, you know, that's another thing that I'm bringing to the table. Right. I do, and I, I, I don't, I just, at the end of the day, like people are smart. They know that we're a small business mostly. I mean, I'm sure things are different if you're in a DSO or group practice. Right. But most, you know, there's a lot of us that work for private general dentists or specialists. Practice. Yeah. Like just yeah. be serious. I mean, we're a small business. We want more patients just like you. Yeah. <laughs> just like you. Just like you. Yeah, well, and I think, so, you know, how can we as a dental assistant represent our practices in the best light? So we, if we're in our scrubs on public, we should always look professional and wear a name tag, right? Right. Or at least the office logo. So, because that's free marketing. I mean, if you're at the grocery store walking by 500 people, yep, there's 500 people that probably looked at your logo and said, oh, that's Dr. So-and-so's office, you know? Yeah. Well, you know, we, um, have, we have a couple other businesses and for Christmas every year, my husband and, and a couple of the other guys, they get the, like the shirts embroidered and all that. And like, that's part of their Christmas mm -hmm. present. But they get these really nice, like Carhartt and Under Armour and these really awesome clothes. And we just mm -hmm. logify everything. So, and they're proud to work for everybody. So it all worked out. Nice. Uh, we could fix our teeth, right? If our teeth are not, if our teeth, I shouldn't say, because beauty is in the eye of the beholder. So if you're unhappy with your smile, how can you change it to better have, one, boost your confidence, right? Right. And two, represent your practice in the best light. Like you work for this amazing dentist and they are awesome at whitening teeth, you know? So, you know, how can you fix your smile so that one, you're happy with it and two, it could be a good marketing tool for your practice. Yeah. 
You know, we have um, one of the girls up front. She has a diastema between eight and nine, and she's very self-conscious. Uh, we've She's been with us like two years, I think, or a little over, and um, we're putting her in Invisalign. We're like, you know what? We're tired of you not smiling with your lips open. <laughs> and she hates right? smile. Every picture we take, she has to, to clear it. Like, let me look. Let me look. I'm like, oh my gosh, just smile with your teeth showing. I will edit. Tell her it's cool. Michael Strahan has one. Right? And Madonna had one. Like, there's a bunch of people that had diastemas. But it's, like you said, beauty is the eye of the beholder. She does not like her diastema. She will not smile with her teeth showing. Just like if I work for a plastic surgeon, I would so get my butt and my hips done. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Maybe my boobs, but that's another story. I just want an anti-gravity pill. Or anti-gravity pill. You should feel off the you're 40 part. tomorrow. It's, it's you're 40. It's all downhill from there. Uh, I know. I'm going to start my right? diet yesterday. They say it's hard to lose weight, right? <laughs> yep. Sure is. Sure is. Sure is. Sure is. So I burnt through my post. What about you? Do you have a post? Because, okay. I really want to know about this thing called the tongue because I'm a huge tongue fan and I want you to oh, talk gosh. More about some, some tongue lovers that you know. <laughs> so there's a guy in our town. He has the world's largest tongue. He's been all over the news. I think he holds the Guinness World Record. His name is Brian. Um, I do not work on him. Um, and I did use his picture for a meme that's very popular. Um, but yes, him and his daughter, and I believe his wife also, they have really, really large tongues. And I don't know how he got discovered as having a world's largest tongue, but he was right up the road. And him and his daughter all have the same tongue. And it's just very fat and wide. And it's, you know, probably like with you, like you talk about, you know, sleep apnea and stuff, you might have that, you know, I don't really know. Well, but there it's was... so hilarious every time somebody <laughs> posts a picture of him oh, yeah. in a forum and says, can you imagine? And sometimes part of me would like to like hunt him down and say, hey, get in the dental chair and let me pretend I'm retracting your tongue. Yeah. You know? It's like working That's with a celebrity. <laughs> yeah, a tongue celebrity. <laughs> it's a tongue celebrity. No, but seriously, I just read, a, I read an article that the tongue actually mm-hmm. can have fat in it. Like we always think of it as this lean muscle, but it apparently mm-hmm. you can have tongue fat cells and oh. that can contribute to the width of a tongue. So I wonder if like this guy went on a diet, would it take his record away? Like it'd be fascinating to- no, I don't know. I don't that think so. Paper, like that theory behind- you know, having fat cells in your tongue, which are contributing to an airway blockage. I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think there's any, no. I mean, I think it's what, eight inches across? I think I read. I mean, if anybody doesn't know what we're talking about, Google world's largest tongue, Brian, and he will come up. Yeah, and they they have like videos and everything out. Like, 
It's cool. Oh yeah. I think they were on like E news when it came out and you know, all that stuff. It is hilarious. Cause like I said, every time I see it, you know, you know, the whole story in the background behind it. <laughs> and, and it's funny because the meme they share is the one I made. So <laughs> that makes it even funny because it's, that's before I started putting that oh. the truck and everything. And and it just cracks me up, which I don't care. But I don't think you guys know this, but Jules is the meme queen. Okay. Nah. Now I, I did make a video. Other people out there. I don't know. I made a video once of all of the classics and they were all made by you. I, I got to find that. I'm going to post it. I know I asked permission, but I'm just going to do it anyways. But it's literally, it's like a catalog of all of your greatest memes, like the greatest hit so far. And you, you've gotten some really good ones. Like there's a reason that dental assistants rock Instagram is 11.5 thousand followers. Yeah. But John has some good ones too. He's got more followers than me. So, so I was talking some good memes. about this and he, so, you know, like we kind of geared towards dental assistants cause that's our people. And he makes yeah. memes that are more like generalized like yeah job for general yeah just for so it's like the perfect marriage that's the reason that all three of us work so well together because we all have our strengths right i can talk Mm -hmm. with my lips closed you make amazing dental assistant and dental team memes john makes amazing general or general memes I mean, it just, it's perfect. Did you see my video though of me talking with my lips closed on camera? Oh my gosh. No, I, I totally, oh, I did it. So I'm talking because, <laughs> you know, it's what I do with my kids, right? At the, at the practice. And the cat jumps up on my chair in the middle of me doing this video for TikTok. And then it was so good mm-hmm. that I just posted it everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm like, you, you, can't, with your mouth you, you can hear me, you know, like, you, but you have to see it to, to fully um, appreciate the talent, that hidden talent I have. <laughs> hidden talent, hidden talent. Oh, there was a good article and I posted it on um, uh, Dental Assistance Rock. Um, from Linda Harvey, and she is going to be on. I'm going to do a podcast with her on Friday about OSHA, a little bit about OSHA, a little bit about infection control, and a little bit about HIPAA because she's very well versed in all of that. She's like an expert mm-hmm. through um, someone I wish to be when I grow up. Um, but she had a good, it was like Troubleshooter Thursday, Ministry IQ, and the question was about. Um, a hygienist kind of took someone's video image with her phone and posted it on social media and I don't know if she said she was sarcastic about it or whatever but is it a HIPAA violation because you know the patient didn't have a name or you know there's no identifying marks or anything it was just a picture and she had a good point which we all have to be aware about is you literally have to ask the patient, hey, can I put this on Facebook? Yeah. Hey, can I put this on our social media? You have to tell them where you're putting it. Yeah. And they have to let you on social media. So whether it's Instagram 
or Facebook or on your website or in a commercial or so that's where I have a lot of issues with we're posting pictures of people's x-rays and tooth and I know a lot of doctors know it but sometimes dental assistants don't really know it about the HIPAA laws right um but in these forms and sometimes we tend to make fun of them and say, oh my God, who would ever drink eat Mountain Dew and have a tooth like that? I mean, so I think you know, we just have to be cautious to make sure we don't ever want it to backfire on us. We don't ever want, God forbid, you know, you had a little patient come in and you took a picture and then you posted it on some forum and her friend was in there who's an assistant at another practice and say, oh my God, that's my friend mole on her lip and that's her lip yeah so i mean the world is so big and facebook is so big i think we really just need to be more cautious of you know what we post for gaining our patients because we wouldn't want anybody you know getting in trouble Right. And especially with facial recognition software, I don't know about you guys, but I I use Google photos and there'll be random pictures in my phone that upload to my Google photo file. And it'll say, it'll put an actual profile for a face that it recognized. And then it will give me an entire file of all the photos that that face was in. And it is getting so good. It's down to like, you know, uh, features eyes, nose, ears, like it's starting to recognize. So like, it's only going to get worse. Interesting. Yeah. I just, you know, I just cautious and I don't, I mean, if you're using it for like clinical purposes and learning and, you know, educating, I think it's a great tool. I think extraneous videos, scenarios, things, but if we're poking fun or being mean or stuff like that. I don't think that's fun, you know? So it's, it's why we're all in the learning process always. I just think we have to be cautious of, would you as a patient, if it was your boob, okay, mm-hmm. they say you're a plastic surgeon and he takes a picture of your boob and you have this oddly shaped boob and he throws it in a forum. And of course now you're in the form of plastic surgeon, right? And you have all these people making fun of your boob or talking about your boob and and you find out how you feel. Yeah. So I mean, so I feel like just, dude, I'm so popular. I'm thought. so popular. But you know, that's that's I'm the the minority, <laughs> not necessarily right. the majority. Um well yeah. it's just a food for thought that we should be careful of what we you know, do at our practice and if, are we taking pictures of patient information with our phones? Yeah. Technically, we're not doing that. Hey, so, so I saw a picture today. Somebody yeah. posted in the group, um, mm-hmm. their dentist extracted two teeth and the buckle plate along with the, the tubu- tuberosity on the maxilla. Are those teeth that are now extracted on that tray that I saw, is that a HIPAA violation? The body part is no longer connected mm-hmm. to the person. Like, what's that rule? Mm-hmm. I was, I don't know, that's a tricky one. Yes, I thought it was pretty cool. Like, 
Don't uh, post pictures of my removed body parts. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. It's, it's such a, it's such a, you know, I think for myself, if I ever saw something cool like that, if we had a patient, like yesterday we had a patient ask if she could take her tooth. And I was like, well, technically, you know, technically you're not supposed to take your nasty teeth out of the office. But she signed a picture and she wanted to. So I think, you know, okay, you know, but it was a cool tooth. And I like things that cool like that. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. Scenario. It'll be interesting. Maybe I think, I'll... like, I like that stuff. But I would say, I think I would ask my patient to say, hey, this tooth is super cool. I have a great form for learning. Can I, you know, do I have permission to take a picture of your tooth out of your mouth, out of your head, and post it in my group or use it on social media or, or you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't think you have an issue with that because technically, after you extract it, is anybody really going to know? But if you have their smile in the picture, they might, you know what I mean? Right. But I mean, we all know that you can diagnose a person's identity off of dental radiographs, i.e. that every single tooth is unique like a fingerprint and every single filling is unique like a fingerprint. And then I put a picture of two extracted teeth that have, you know, there's a buccal alloy. Oh, look at that MO composite. Like these things I can see that I would have seen in an x-ray that I would have seen to identify a person. Right. I don't know. I don't know. I <laughs> think should, you just got to be cautious. Yeah. And just worst case scenario, always get permission. You know, we have lots of resources where you can get a written permission sheet. Uh, mm -hmm. I give you permission to utilize this photo on social media. I give you permission to utilize That's this video you on YouTube. That's all you need, guys. Just be transparent. Mm -hmm. Like there's no reason yeah. to, you know, if it's something you like or is cool, talk to your doc first, mm -hmm. you know, like I do for my patient, like, can I, can I put you on my social media? Especially like, oh, you're in the no cavity club, mom. Can we get a picture? First thing I do before I even take that picture, I give that consent form to a mom. I give that consent mm -hmm. form to the patient. Like I just, okay. it's easier to ask for permission than forgiveness. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Situation. Yeah. And yeah, I just think that we should just be more cautious and and be nice. Just be nice to people and forums, please. Just be nice. So, Do unto others nice. as you would have done unto you. Because we're all learning. Yeah. We're all and like, learning. Somebody asked me this weekend, like, this is probably a stupid question. I'm like, dude, do you know who I am? I'm like, there are no stupid questions. Like, I didn't right. know half the stuff I knew. Now, or I didn't know half the stuff I know now without asking questions. Like questions are the things that get you to that place where you know more. And when you know more, you feel better, you do better, and you get more. <laughs> like you have to ask questions. You have mm -hmm. to. Like my poor dentist, like, you know, luckily, I mean, I guess most of the people I worked for when I first started out, they're all retired, but I can't even imagine how annoying I was, Jules. It was bad. It was <laughs> like, I, I mean, there was a point where I had to cut myself off because I was taken away from the patient appointment asking my stupid questions, which I thought were stupid, but it turns out it was just a way for me to learn. Um, and then right. like, there's not stupid questions. What causes a cuspal parabelly? Why does that incisor have such a weird lingual groove? 
why don't wisdom teeth fit? Like, <laughs> I luckily now I gear the conversation more towards the patient because I've already filled my brain bank with all those questions that I think every single dental assistant starting out should have. Yep. Ask yep. questions. It is. Ask, 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 ask questions. Them. Be nice. Period and dot. Asking questions. <laughs> mm hmm Ask, ask, ask. All right, Miss mm -hmm. Jules, it's about that time. We better wrap up so these guys can get to oh work. Oh my God, you're gonna turn in. You're gonna turn into a pumpkin. Oh wait, that's right. You're gonna huh? turn into forty. <laughs> you're being forty. I'm gonna rock forty so hard, dude. I'm gonna rock it. It's just yep. a number. It's just a number because technically I'm still twenty nine. Mm -hmm. So even if I do turn forty, <laughs> I'm still telling everybody I'm twenty nine. Just so we're clear about that. Mm -hmm. 29.555555 model point 10. <laughs> mm -hmm. oh. Well, have a good birthday. Thank you. Eat lots of cake because you know you have to have cake on your birthday. Unless you don't like cake, then you can have cheesecake. I don't know. Oh, I love um. cake. I, I, I'm okay with <laughs> cake. With, I'm, I'm kind of a snob when it comes to icing. Really quick before we sign off, I loved cream cheese frosting. I hate buttercream frosting. Like I, I can't stand the buttercream mm. at all. I don't know why. It's just pure sugar. I don't know. Cream cheese frosting sounds yummy. Oh my gosh. <gasps> and Wait. it's whipped, like the whipped cream cheese. Mm -hmm. Oh, I hear you. Oh. I know. Dude, I'd be I hear like, you, I hear you, I hear you. you eat my cake. I want the frosting. Peace out. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Too funny. Okay, guys. Happy hump day. All right. Day. Well, happy hump day. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to Midweek Jam with Rhonda and Jules. As always, if you guys need to get a hold of DA Rockstars, we have Facebook and Instagram, Jules Varney at Dental Assistance Rock, Instagram or the website or Facebook. And find your tribe. Dental Assistance Worldwide Group is a safe, vetted place for dental assistants where we're connecting and sharing our stories and learning together as a tribe. At the end of the day, we only hope for you that you are a better version of yourself tomorrow than you are today. And that starts by finding your people who are motivated to do better and be better. But until next week, keep on suctioning.